We continue our look at the top college quarterback prospects in this draft by checking in with Caroline Fenton of Locked On LSU, who's going to tell us all we need to know about Jaden Daniels. That's coming your way next on the Locked On Giants podcast. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of the Locked On Giants podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Traynock, credentialed member of the New York Giants media for Locked On, as well as for Giants Country over on the Fan Nation Network. And I'd like to send a big welcome to my Blue Crew community members, my everydayers, my newcomers and everybody in between, you are all appreciated and love. And please don't forget, if you are watching on YouTube, to subscribe and like the channel. Hit that little bell for notifications anytime we put out a new video. And speaking of new videos, we are continuing our look at the quarterbacks in this year's draft class. I'm bringing on board uh, to discuss each of their respective schools' quarterbacks, my colleagues over at the Locked On college network and joining me today is caroline fenton she is the host of locked on lsu she's going to tell us everything we need to know about Jaden daniels caroline so great to have you on the show she's a first timer so we'll go easy on her <laughs> i appreciate you having me on and when you asked me could you spend some time talking about Jaden daniels i thought i will literally take any and every opportunity to talk about Jaden daniels he's such a great guy and such a great player to follow and talk about well, we're get we're looking forward to learning more about them because, of course, you guys are on the ground. You follow them daily, so you guys know them probably as well as anybody at this point. So, Caroline, let's start off by just getting an overview. You know, you mentioned he's a great guy, but let's talk about him as a football player first. Where his strengths are, where his weaknesses are, the growth that he's experienced, and so forth. The growth, I think, is is really the biggest part here with Jaden Daniels. He started his, his college career at Arizona State, and in his true freshman season at Arizona State, the offense was wonderful. That was his best year at Arizona State, and he had guys around him like Eno Benjamin, who's now a running back in the league, and Brandon Ayuk. He had so many pieces around him. And then due to just roster attrition and coaching staff changes there. You know, he kind of fell off in the 2020 and 2021 seasons. So he ultimately transferred to LSU in 2022. The biggest thing with Jaden Daniels, at least in the first half of the 2022 season was if the first read wasn't there, he'd run that immediately. If he dropped back, he would run or he would defer to a receiver, maybe five, six yards downfield rather than taking a little bit of a riskier shot and hitting a wide open receiver, 20 yards downfield. He was a lot more conservative and very apprehensive to throw the football that the biggest threat that LSU posed offensively really was his legs throughout the season. We saw him get better. The Florida game in 2022 was probably the line of demarcation between a Jaden Daniels that had a lot of work to do with his arm and a Jaden Daniels that we just saw get better and better and better. And one of the focuses in the offseason between the 22 and 2023 seasons 
that Brian Kelly mentioned was we need to make Jaden Daniels a better passer without taking Superman's cape away of adding the element of the passing game to Jaden Daniels without taking his legs away from him. The 2023 season showed that they did exactly that. They didn't take Jaden Daniels' legs away from him. He was one of the most explosive running quarterbacks probably that I've ever seen in college football. But it's also the accuracy and it's the arm strength. Of course, I'm biased, but this is coming from as unbiased of a, of a place as I possibly can. Jaden Daniels has the best deep ball in all of college football. Just the, the ability to read defenses, the ability to drop back and stay calm in the pocket and complete plays even under pressure, the ability to extend plays under pressure with his legs, how elusive he is that he's able to fit in these teeny tiny little pockets. He's not a bruiser kind of running quarterback like you might see with Lamar Jackson, more elusive, he's slippery. And also he can lob the ball downfield 60 yards if you need him to. So the progression of the arm strength and the willingness to take risks in the passing game, I think is the biggest story between Jaden Daniels, what he was and what he is now. For those who don't follow LSU college, can you just talk a little bit about the offensive system they run there and what kind of fit is Jaden Daniels for maybe the, the next level? Yeah, I think the one concern that I have about Jaden Daniels at the next level is the size. He's put on more weight than he uh, from 2022 to 2023, but he's still a tall, fairly scrawny guy. And he's also such a competitor and is so comfortable using his legs that he doesn't always opt to slide. That there have been some instances where I said, Jaden, please, for the love of all that is good and holy, please just get down. Like, you don't need to go one-on-one -on -one with an SEC linebacker. Um, so that would be my one concern is the size that now it's, you know, you're not going up against SEC linebackers. You're going up against NFL linebackers making tens of millions of dollars every single year is can he stay healthy? You know, can he elect to slide? Can he maybe rewire his brain a little bit to make sure that he's able to to stay injured or to stay healthy and to not uh, kind of fall into injury? That would probably be my, my number one concern. And it's interesting that you ask about the LSU offensive system because the system that we've seen LSU run, at least in 2022, the system that Mike Denbrock, former LSU offensive coordinator, and Brian Kelly have traditionally run, it's very tight end heavy. Notre Dame might be known a lot for their tight ends. This past year, LSU didn't really use their tight ends a whole lot, really because they didn't need to. They didn't really need to utilize the short passing game. That They relied a lot on Jaden Daniels' legs in the run game, and they would you know, use Logan Diggs running back kind of in those short game. But when you have Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, two of the best receivers in college football, two of the best receivers in LSU history, and there are a lot of really good receivers that came from LSU, one that you might know very well, Elda Beckham Jr., um, you, you don't really need to dink and dunk. You have a quarterback with a heck of an arm and you have two receivers that can catch the deep ball. Why use the short passing game? So we saw LSU's offense this past year adjust a bit to fit the personnel rather than the system. And I think that's that's what, what Jaden Daniels truly does best is utilizing the deep ball. What? Obviously, you know, it's it's never going to be perfect around a quarterback. Things are going to break down. How well does Jaden Daniels improvise when things do break down around him? 
That's a really great question. And that's where his legs really come into play. And we've been able to see when he has great protection and LSU has had, had a great offensive line this past year, finalist for the Joe Moore award, which for those who aren't familiar, that's the award for the best offensive line in all of college football. So he had great protection, but we saw Jaden Daniels do great things when he did great, great protection. I would say, if you want to look at that, what Jaden Daniels can do when he has protection like that, take a look at the Mississippi state game. Uh, Mississippi state didn't get a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback. They more so deferred to kind of drop back into coverage and go one-on-one -on -one with their receivers or even double up with some of LSU's receivers. So when Jaden Daniels had time, I mean, he could throw the ball down yard 60, 60, 75 yards if he really wanted to. Um, but when he, when protection does break down, when he is under pressure, that's where you really see him make massive plays with his legs. I would say, if you want to see that, look at the Florida game. Uh, Jaden Daniels became the first ever player in college football history to both throw for 350 yards and run for 200 yards. It was a, a massive game for Jaden Daniels. And there was one run in particular, it was an 80 yard run where there were guys coming all sorts of ways at Jaden Daniels, where he initially dropped back. He saw the blitz. He decided to run a lot of guys coming at him. He was able to evade the tackle. Um, so that's where his legs really come into play is when protection starts to break down, he can go off script and, and, uh, and continue to play. How is he with processing specifically post snap processing? Yeah, that's, a, that's another great question. I think that we've seen that a lot with Jaden Daniels is I know what I know. And I, I know what I don't. That if he needs to check out of a play, if he's looking at the defense and saying that this isn't working, he has no problem, pro no problem doing so. Another thing that I think is great about Jaden Daniels that kind of increases that processing speed, he's a film junkie. Brian Kelly told a story about how they had to change the locks or, or change something about the, the the system of the locks at the LSU football facility because Jaden Daniels was trying to get into the building before the security guards were even there at like five o'clock in the morning that he was there every single day, even after a late game on Saturday night, he'd be at football ops early on Sunday morning. So I think that is what helps him a lot too. It's not just the natural ability. It's not just the fact that he's a really high football IQ. He also puts in the work behind the scenes as well. Hey, Giant fans. So I have a confession to make. There are just some days that I get so incredibly busy that I just don't have time to cook or to run out to a local eatery for takeout. Well, thanks to DoorDash, I don't have to. DoorDash brings me everything I want, whether it's from a local eatery or a national chain store. And I've even used DoorDash to get incidentals delivered from pharmacies and local convenience stores. And when really in a pinch, groceries. DoorDash is fast, easy, and convenient. Just download the, their app, find the establishment from which you want to order, and select from the menu options. You'll get what you ordered or they'll make it right. And right now, new customers can get 50% off up to a $10 value on their first order of $15 or more when they download the app and enter the promo code LOCK23. Give DoorDash a try today and see just how easy it is to get what you want when you want it. That promo code again for 50% off up to $10 on any order of $15 or more is LOCK23. Offer subject to change, term supply. Hey, Giant fans, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. When you look at the core traits of a quarterback, you know, the play strength, the, the mental aspect of it and so forth, where do you feel right now Jane Daniels is at his best and where can he still improve? Yeah, that's a great question. I think at his best, it's being able to throw off platform. He's accurate off platform that, yeah, he can he can pick up a first down with his legs. But if he sees that there is a better opportunity, he can evade the pressure and throw off platform and, and complete a pretty accurate throw. Um, I think one area that he could still probably improve upon one area that was a little bit tricky was when the field got short for LSU. And this could be a, a protection thing, an offensive line thing. This could have been a quarterback thing, an offensive coordinator thing. Red zone, you know, when, when obviously the deep ball is taken away from you, obviously, whenever they're going, when the defense is going to keep their eyes out for the run and they're going to try and stuff the run. Now, where do you go? Maybe in the shorter passing game, that's something where Jaden Daniels could still use for some work. And when I say that, maybe what comes to mind for some college football fans out there, um, you might think Jalen Milrow, a, a quarterback at Alabama who really struggled in the short passing game. That's not what I mean, that he can complete a seven, eight yard pass if he really needs to and can win small ball, but it's more so in those red zone instances when the field shrinks so much and a lot of the playbook is taken away from you, where do you go? And I think that's one thing that Jaden Daniels could work on. When you look at the SEC, I mean, that's as close to the NFL as you get because they've got some really quality players there, yeah. quality defenses and stuff like that. I don't know how much disguising defenses do in the SEC, but can you just talk about, you know, Jaden's progression, you know, just when processing what he sees in front of him and just progressing from read one to read two and so forth and, and how smooth that process is? Yeah, Patricia, they say that it just means more in the SEC. And uh, as an SEC graduate, I would say, but I would say that that's probably the truth, that it is, that you, when you watch games on Sundays, oh, that's a, a guy that I recognize from Texas A&M or from Florida or from Tennessee or from LSU, that the SEC produces so much NFL talent. And that is a big part of, I think, Jaden Daniels processing and Jaden Daniels progression from year one to year two at LSU. It's not just the arm strength. It wasn't just the accuracy. It's also about being more comfortable under pressure, where initially he felt the pressure, he was gone. You know, he, he was running with his legs. You can't do that. You're not going to win very many football games. I don't care if it's the SEC, and I don't care if it's in the NFL. You're not going to win very many football games if you cannot throw the football, if your quarterback is just electing to run it in every single down. So I think that comfort level, 
and, and, and it varies from defense to defense in terms of, of disguises and the defensive scheme that different teams in the SEC run, but it's about being comfortable under pressure. That is what we really saw Jaden Daniels uh, grow with from year one to year two. And we've seen it on full display. That's, uh, you know, if it's, whether it's a, you know, defensive tackle coming right at him or whether it's a linebacker that's trying to come for his knees when, he, when he's running. He's really not faced by defensive pressure. At least that's what it looks like to me. He always is at this same level, calm, cool, and collected, never gets too high and never gets too low. And I think that really aids in the fact that he doesn't get overly stressed or overly pressured when the defensive pressure is coming. Based on what you know about the Giants offensive system under Brian Dable, you know, that same system was pretty much run up in Buffalo. If Jaden Daniels were to come to the Giants, what would be his biggest adjustment? And and could he conceivably, if he needed to, be a day one starter, do you think? I think that he could. And I think that his draft stock has increased exponentially. Like I mentioned, there are some of the... The, the physicality, like just these physical traits, he's a tall, skinny guy. That is one thing that would concern me about Jaden Daniels that he would need to work on in the NFL is the willingness to slide. And also putting on a few LBs doesn't hurt as well. But of course, that's a double-edged sword. You put on some weight, you get a little bit bigger. Maybe that speed is taken away from you a little bit. But that's that's what makes part of Jaden Daniels. That's what makes him so great. That's what adds just another level to his game. I absolutely do think that he can be a day one starter. And I think that's not just based off of the football ability, but it's also what's up here, like what's in what's in your brain. And in, in an NFL franchise quarterback, I think we all kind of have an idea of what that looks like. A, a team first guy, a leader, um, the very high football IQ, willingness to do whatever it takes to win. And also understanding that like it's about the team. It's not always about me. I think that Jaden Daniels really possesses a lot of those traits. I look at LSU in the bowl game. Jaden Daniels, they, they played in the ReliQuest Bowl against Wisconsin. Jaden Daniels opted out of that game. Backup quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer played in that game. The There was cutaways to Jaden Daniels the entire game with a massive smile on his face. He's cheering so loud. He's coaching Garrett Nussmeyer, the backup, throughout the game. He's giving him a big hug whenever there are big plays made, and he's get, coaching him up after turnovers or after a turnover on downs. And I think that is a really good peek behind the curtain of what kind of team teammate Jaden Daniels is. He wants everyone around him to get theirs and he wants everyone around him to thrive. Speaking of intangibles, the New York market can be very unforgiving. It can yeah. also make him break guys. What kind of temperament does he have? Do you think he could thrive in this market? Cause you really have to have, you know, thick skin. You have to have a short memory. What can you tell us about his temperament? And do you think he could survive in this market? That's a really good question, and it is something that I think about the New York market, the Philadelphia market. It's not for everybody. I mean, it is it is cutthroat, absolutely. You know, he's a California guy, so he's very laid back. He is very even keel, which might be taken if you are not used to that, like you might be in the New York market. Um, it might come off as aloof, being too aloof, uh, might come off as... I don't really care when it's really just that's how he is all the time. Let's say, you know, fumbles the football, throws an interception. You're going to see the same exact face that maybe after a touchdown that shouldn't be taken the wrong way, because I really do think that that's a positive thing for Jaden Daniels, that he can be a goldfish. 
Don't worry about the mistake you just made. On to the next one. And it's not about the touchdown we just scored. It's about the next one. I do think since he is someone that is so grounded in himself uh, that maybe the criticisms and critiques wouldn't get to him. I think about his final year at Arizona State. There was a lot going on at Arizona State in the locker room with the coaching staff. They were facing some NCAA um, violations and allegations. When Jaden Daniels decided to transfer away from Arizona State, there was a video that went viral on social media. It was his teammates trashing his old locker, you know, putting their their thumbs down, really just trashing Jaden Daniels as a player. He talks a lot about how that fueled him how he wasn't going to let that get to him. He wasn't going to be hung up on that. He didn't feel like he abandoned the team, but they may have felt so. He really used that as fuel to the fire to make himself better. And look, that's not always easy to do. Like some The best of the best sometimes just have had enough. But I think that Jaden Daniels is more so the kind of player that uses that as motivation rather than constantly logging onto Twitter and seeing what people are saying about me. Because I know we've seen some some quarterbacks and players in the New York market that simply couldn't handle it. Hey, Giant fans, happy Super Bowl to all who are celebrating from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. And speaking of which, FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, or two, or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for who scores a touchdown, total points scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So head on over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You know, speaking of the transfer, uh, Jane Daniels is transferring. I mean, that's almost like, well, maybe not exactly, but, the you know, going from one team to another, having to start over again. Can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, when he did land at LSU, how that transition went for him? Yeah, it's a great question because he transferred into LSU and he was not the certified starter. He transferred into a quarterback room where you had a guy named Miles Brennan who had been at LSU since the 2019 championship season. You had another young guy in Garrett Nussmeyer who had been waiting for his turn. Jaden Daniels came in and it was honestly met with a lot of skepticism from the LSU fan base of who is this guy? We're good in the quarterback room. So he walked into a situation where he was not the starter. That's not always easy for players to do, especially if you're coming from a place where you were the starter. You were the guy. He came in and he put in the work and proved himself to be. And once we got throughout a good bit of spring practice and summer practice leading up to the first uh, couple of weeks before the first game, he emerged as the, the favorite that everybody knew all LSU fans knew people that covered the team knew that Jaden Daniels was going to be the guy, even though he wasn't named the starter. And it was because of the work that he put in and it's learning a new offense. It's learning new receivers. It's building rapport with, uh, with an entire locker room, with an offensive line. They're learning your cadence. You're learning the coaches. It's not an easy transition, but it is something that we're seeing as a trend in college football, especially with quarterbacks. Every rookie that comes out, regardless of position, they're going to need some kind of technique tweaking at the next level. 
where does Jane Daniels need his technique tweak, if at all? Yeah, that's a great question. And I don't know if I necessarily have the answer to it. It'd be easy for me to say, not at all. He won the Heisman Trophy. You know, he was the best, most electric quarterback in all of college football. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to say that because every quarterback that comes into the league, every quarterback in the league, even if you've been in the league for 10 to 15 years, there's always something that you can work on. It just hasn't been the topic of conversation for my show or any of the circles around LSU just because there were so many areas of LSU's football team this past season, most notably the defense, that were hurting the team. Jaden Daniels was always the constant. Jaden Daniels never had a bad game. So where he could improve in terms of technique, I don't know if I have the answer to that, but it's something and it's somewhere. Usually it's footwork with most quarterbacks, usually. Yeah, but some, some not always. But since he has declared for the draft, how has he been training, getting ready for this next level? Is he working with anybody in particular? Is he working on his own? Yeah, I believe that he is working. He'll be back in California. That's where he's from. I believe he's working uh, with trainers and, and quarterbacks coaches back in in California to kind of get prepped and ready. I know he's also been can kind of counseling and consulting with other LSU football alumni that have gone through the process that have, you know, gone through the draft process. He's now at the senior bowl um, and just kind of getting mentally, physically, emotionally prepared for what this, what this process is going to move forward with. All right. This question I hate to ask because I believe every guy is their own guy and I hate to do comparisons, but if you had to compare Jaden Daniels to, a NFL quarterback, either present or past, what's the closest comparison you can come up with? Oh man, that is a really good question. And I feel like with every quarterback that comes in the draft, there's an obvious one that comes to mind of, you know, this guy is so reminiscent of this guy. And the easy answer would be Lamar Jackson because of the running ability, but I don't think that's totally accurate. They're Mm -hmm. two different sizes. I think Mm -hmm. that Lamar Jackson might have, you know, some limitations in the passing game that I don't think necessarily exist for Jaden Daniels. And you can make the argument that Lamar Jackson's limitations in the passing game are due to personnel and not his own talent. We'll have that discussion for a different day, but they are two very different runners. Jaden Daniels was more slippery, more elusive. Lamar Jackson, a little bit more of a physical, almost like a bull in China shop kind of guy. That's the one that first comes to mind, but it doesn't really feel fair. It doesn't really feel totally and completely accurate there. Why I think it's so difficult to come up with a comparison for Jaden Daniels is it's not very common to see quarterbacks of his stature run as well as he does and to have as big and strong of an arm as he does. And that doesn't mean that he's in a class of his own. It just means that we don't see quarterbacks with that kind of style very frequently. Now you see why I hate asking that question, but a lot of people want to know. Well, how does he compare? It really is a good question that it just, there's not one really in particular that comes to mind. Caroline, what else can you tell us about the intangibles that Jane Daniel brings? You mentioned he's a great guy, a great teammate, What are some other things that maybe not a lot of people outside the LSU circles know about him? 
he's an incredibly humble person. Uh, just go back to his his Heisman Trophy acceptance speech. He tried to name as many people as possible. That it was about all the recruiting staff. It was about the janitors at, at football ops. It was about the people who worked in the kitchen and the and the football facility that made breakfast, lunches, and dinners. It was about his high school football coach. It, it was about everyone that was part of his journey, either in a massive way or in the teeniest, tiniest of ways. He was incredibly humble and incredibly gracious for, for all of those people. And another thing that I do want to reiterate that I know we touched on earlier, he is very low-key, very just calm, cool, collected, just kind of almost, you know, it makes it look easy, even when we all know that it's not. Um, and just to not take that in a negative way, that it's really just kind of who, you know, the, the kind of person that he is. He never expects all of the praise, but he'll be more than willing to take on a lot of the blame. And then finally, I've got to ask you, you know, I've seen him projected as the top three mm -hmm. of the quarterbacks, you know, maybe going as high as two or three in the draft. But where do you think, realistically speaking, he may actually fall in the draft? That is, I think, completely dependent on what, uh, the needs, because I've seen Broncos potentially trading up to take a quarterback. I think it's going to be in no particular order. Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, the first three quarterbacks off the board, I think he absolutely could be a top five pick. And I think that's more so maybe reflective of the quarterback market and how many quarterback needy teams there are in the NFL. But if you're looking for a day one starter, which if you're picking a quarterback in the top five, you're looking for a day one starter, Jaden Daniels can beat that. And I'm sorry, one more for you. What does he, you know, with the combine coming up, you mentioned he's down at the senior bowl. What does he need to convince or, or tell or show NFL coaches that he can be their guy of the next, you know, decade plus? I think the important thing is, is showing that, look, I'm not just a mobile quarterback. That is part of his game. That is what separ has separated him from so many other quarterbacks in college football over the past couple of years. That's ultimately why I believe he ended up winning the Heisman Trophy. It's because the passing stats were up there with every single other quarterback in America, but it was what he did with his legs and how he was able to elevate LSU this past year. Just for a little bit of context, I have said that if Jaden Daniels was not the quarterback of LSU this past season, LSU would have been a 6-6 six and six football team. LSU ended up going 9-3, and three, and it was because of how much Jaden Daniels elevated that team. So I think that is really what needs to be portrayed and really pushed is it's not just about the running ability, that he has a heck of an arm. He is an NFL deep ball, and also just the value that he can add just because of his, his unique skill set. Caroline, great stuff. It's always good getting firsthand information on from the people that follow these guys. I know a lot of people from my show are curious about these guys. You know, they're asking me questions about them. So I appreciate you coming on. Um, if the Giants end up taking any of the LSU players, we'll have you back on. I know Malik Neighbors has been uh, mentioned as yep. a possibility for the Giants if they stay at six. And I didn't even ask you about him because I'm focusing on the quarterbacks, which is the hot topic. But, you know, down the line, certainly we can talk about that. But thank you so much for coming on with me. I appreciate you. Folks, you can find her on Locked on LSU. She does a fantastic job, as you just witnessed. She did really knows her stuff. And uh, make sure you follow all our college hosts if you want to really learn about these prospects 
They're talking about them all week long, all month long, right up to the draft. So for Caroline Fenton, I'm Patricia Trey. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. And Giant fans, we will see you again tomorrow.